Welcome to another edition of From the Great Beyond. Beyond. I'm your co-host for the evening, Tolo. I know this looks like the final supper. <laughs> I hope, I really hope this isn't the, the final podcast. I'm joined by these wonderful, beautiful degenerates. It is a beautiful day to be alive. Beautiful weather outside. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Sitting to my left, we got... Franco. The greatest mustache this side of the Mississippi. It takes him four hours just to comb one side. Just to curl it. Yeah, we... <laughs> Next to Franco, we got... We got Psych Nephilim in the house. Psych Nephilim. And we got... Next to me, we got... You got Brody right here. You already know. And um, right next to me, we got Mr. Fijo Mi Alto. Hit me up. Hit me up. At Illustrates. Illustrates. On Instagram. Hell yeah, we got the man behind the camera, like always. Jesus. Jesusito. HMG. What up, Zeus? In the flesh. And we got our beat reporter out there. Acro. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Acro's got some great Hopi stories, bro. He knows about the ant people and all that good stuff. Oh, so yeah, dude. Indeed. We definitely got to speak a little. Definitely. We're going to have to go a little deep into that. Hey, you think that Michael go as far as the uh, swap meet happening across the way right there? What'd you say? <laughs> you think so? You think he got the range for that? On the other side of the alley? Yeah. Let's try we it. Should we should Possibly. test that. Hey, so check this out. Last night I learned a cool story about this place. Some what? some homeless people died in the where the ducks are, dude. They were trying to break into school or some shit, and they ended up hey. dying in there. And it was during Christmas vacation, so they didn't find out till the kids got back back to school. So you already probably know how that reeked. Hey. I'm telling you, I heard I heard noises last night, bro. Before I even knew that story in the ducks, so be careful. Yeah, so everybody heard noises here when it first opened up. What do you know about that story, Acro? Is it big in your school right now? In the beginning, when we moved in, yeah, everybody was scared. Nobody wanted to be in class alone. Who uh, told you that story? How did you find out about it? Uh, before the school. We would uh, break in, you know, go ghost hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, what, what, what were we at first? We're, we're on location. We're at, we're at uh, Hope, Hope High School. Hope High School, the KDAF a lot. And uh, Acro's one of the students here at Hope. And uh, so yep. he's helping us out for today. So uh, that's Acro's background as it relates to the space and uh, the group up here. Acro has his own radio show, right? Indeed, Big Boys Room. Big Boys Room, what days yep. is that on? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday? 11. 102.9 KDIF? Indeed. Can they also catch it on KDIF.org? Of course. Hell yeah, always. So Monday, <laughs> Tuesdays, and yeah. Thursdays? Always. 10 a.m.? 11. 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Yep. That's what we're saying. That's, That's what break. we're doing. We're about to hit that, uh, the, where, where the time changes, time zone change, right? Yep. Time zone change for, not for us though. That's for the Pacific Coast. Yeah. Pacific we always Coast. stay the same. So yeah, Mikey's all confused. I tell him we're, we're Mountain Standard Time. We're not going anywhere. No, we never change. <laughs> we're right here. Shout out to uh, Miguelito and King, King Jay. Jay. They're at the, they're in Mesa setting up the Sandbox Music Festival. Let's get some, we're gonna do a little thing uh, with the conspiracy, so let's get one of our audience members to read one of them out, Acro. They're right there, like right next to you. Yeah. No, no, ne next to you, next to it, there you go. Have her pick one out or you pick it. It's not pick it out the bag. 
There you go. Trick. Go have a read that. There you go. Look at Acro, man. He, he's a natural. <laughs> you should be doing like jokes, dude, on your way there. Hey, Making fun <laughs> of the person you're going to ask. We're going to have Mars read one, too. So we're picking out random. I, I have a bag of conspiracy theories, music conspiracy theories. We're going to have her read, it, read the first one out. What's your name? What's your name? Angel. Angel. Tupac is Alive, the first post-humorous Tupac album, the Don Kiluminati. The seven-day theory was recorded under the name Machiavelli. This was a reference to Niccolo Machiavelli, the famous Italian politician, philosopher, and historian. Machiavelli was also a pro-prominent of faking one's death to retain power. Combined, combined with cover art depicting Tupac as a resurrected black Jesus and how the record coincided with his death's theories that Pac himself had faked his death proliferated. Sightings and rumors that he escaped to Cuba, that Pac was spotted in a video rocking sneakers that were only released after he'd passed, that he'd been caught on camera flourish. Mm. What do you think? Is Tupac alive? What's your opinion on that? It's possible. Uh. You think he's still alive? Let's say he faked his death and he probably died in Cuba. Fidel, Fidel's peeps got to him, his henchmen. <laughs> oh, shit. You know who Tupac is, Acro? That's before your yeah, time. Yeah, I do. You mess with Tupac or what? Always. What's your favorite Tupac jam? Uh, fuck, what is his name? It is... Brenda's Got a Baby? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's that uh, joint he, he sampled... What would you do for love? Oh, okay. Is that, oh, what's is the that? name of that song? Do, do you know who uh, he sampled the, the beat was? Erica Badu. It's Bobby Caldwell. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. That that track. What do you think? Is Tupac dead or alive? The lawyer? He's chilling. He's chilling somewhere you in paradise. So? Yeah. You think people have success, uh, modern in modern day successfully faked their death? Have you guys seen that fake Steve Jobs in India? I want to say, yeah, they get, they get uh, tired of the whole fame and all the money. They don't know what to do with it. Like, so, I'm going to fake my own death. Right? Might as well. That's true. Especially got nothing else to do. Especially he was just bored. He was just bored. Conquered everything already. He's like, yep. this might get interesting. This life sucks. Let me fake my death. Yeah. Let's go to oh. Cuba, smoke Cubans all day. And <laughs> right. We do have a Machiavelli shirt for sale if you guys want to <laughs> scoop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exclusive, hey, uh, one of one. Yeah, that's right. It was the promo copy. Remember, it that was, was the yeah. one and done. What are you, uh, what are you selling? Uh, we're selling T-shirts right there. You know, we got like thousand people out here. They're fucking gonna sell out so quick. <laughs> yeah, and, and you gotta let <laughs> so them know. Them digging in the crates. Yeah, our, our new series, digging in the crates, brought to you by Neflum and Tolo. Make sure to check them out. We already sold a couple. I sold the Doctor Doom. That was the first one to leave the office. What's your take on that? On the on the on Tupac the, on thing? the Pac, yeah. So uh, if 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 uh, you know if you if you think realistically, <laughs> I would say most likely he would be dead, uh, just because uh, you know like when he when he did get shot and you know people did know he was in the hospital and stuff. You know it was pretty pretty uh, apparent that he was on his last uh, breath. But there's a lot of speculation that uh, after he dropped the Caluminati uh, album, that that he did have a, lar a large uh, amount of money that was owed, and he wanted out of that contract through death row. 
So my, the I guess the conspiracy is that he faked his death to get out of the, because uh, he was pretty much broke with death row. He was gonna leave death row, release all the music that he had that he uh, pretty much like Prince, like he had all this uh, music that was not released to the public that was still his. So he could have still made a living. Uh, but there's a even more bigger conspiracy that says Dr. CB gave him a spot to live out there in uh, another country and that uh, Tupac is uh, living out there on some Dr. CB land. Mm. Boom, go Dr. research who? that Is one. it that doctor they killed? The one that uh, Nipsey Hussle loved? Nip Nipsey was, was uh, Part coming of out with that documentary with about. the smoothies? So, um, uh, yeah, that's another conspiracy just to dive into. Go t see if you can find Tupac living on some Dr. CB land out there. I'm going to look into that one. I never heard that theory. Yeah. Franco, what's your take on Tupac being dead or alive? Real quick, real quick, though. On the album, though, if you do listen to the Machiavelli album, like one, one thing is right at the beginning, it does say, uh, like there's a small little snippet, kind of you could barely hear it. And a lot of people uh, say that it says, uh, Suge shot me. I've heard that one. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's a nice It does sound like you say that. We played it over and over. Yep. Franco, did Suge shoot him or did he fake his death? I don't know, but what I do know is every time I go to Vegas and I go through the intersection. You see a Tupac looking like? I try and make sure I either have a little shot for him or, you know, do a little piece up, a little send up some smoke signals from whatever I'm doing at the time. But uh, that's a, a Corvell and uh, and Flamingo. So if you've ever been to uh, Vegas, it's like one block uh, east of the of the main strip. Of the main strip. I right by Flamingo. the Motel 7. But, yeah, I, I don't know, you know. Uh, it's a, like uh, like the... The audience member, uh, what was her, what was the young lady's name? A Angel. I yeah. believe Angel. Yeah, it was Angel. The one I don't know. There's thousands of people out there. I can't even yeah. see where she's at. Anymore. <laughs> I don't know, she's man. Lost. She's, oh, she's lost. lost in the crowd. She's already. behind the, the skinny gentleman right there. Oh, there you go. Um, she's by the food trucks. Where? I saw oh, food trucks out there. I don't know if they're open mm -hmm. yet though. The doors yeah. are still closed. But uh, <laughs> 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 it's uh, uh, no. But I, I mean, you know, he it could be. He could be. A, he could be alive. He could be dead. I don't know. My, my world ain't going to change. That's true. Whether <laughs> he's dead or alive, right? So, yeah. but, it, but if you wanted to answer for the crowd, would you uh, favor, because I know it's just a, a guesstimate right now, but you think he's dead or you think yeah, he's I alive? Yeah, I think he's dead. You think he's dead? All I'm right. going with dead. Yeah. Alto? I think he's dead. That's for sure. Yeah. He has to be dead, right? I think the bigger conspiracy theory is on uh, who did it. Yeah. And why. Suge Knight. He had a lot of enemies, though. Suge Knight, so he wouldn't get out of that contract, or it was his last album actually, right? Machiavelli, yeah. under the contract. Yep. So kill him off and just live off his residuals, man. He became the biggest rap artist of all time that moment he died. Yeah. Shit was over, man. I was already heavy into that All Eyes on Me and all that good yeah. stuff. Well, you better get your hopes back up because he is alive, Tolo. Oh, Ooh, Brody. Oh. Throwing that curveball. Why do, why, why do yeah. you think he's alive? Because he is, man. Um, there's just too much. His name's still alive till this day. It still comes up, you know. And he's alive there's got to be something that's been seen or heard. And he's out there, dude. Yeah, I think Tupac's dead. And I think Shake shot him just like the Machiavelli album says. Yeah, but but then he always, remember he also says, uh, rest in peace to Biggie on one of his songs? Yeah. He's like, rest in peace to my motherfucking Biggie Smalls. <laughs> And Biggie Smalls died before him, dude. Yeah. I mean, after him. After, after him. So, like, how do you know? 
Yeah. Or yeah. he could have just been saying, like, you know, talking, talking shit and saying, like, you know, rest in peace. Like, you know, but the song then it goes into like talking good about people. Oh, never. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, bro. Funkero. Shout out, shout funk out to Funk Can you pull? You see that stack of papers right there? Can you grab one? And shout, we, out, and shout out to we're gonna have you Grab one of them and go to my man, Acro. He, you're going you're gonna to read this conspiracy, Funk Machine. We got Funk Machine from the Phoenix Funkeros in the building. Rude boy. Say what's up, Funk Machine. Yeah, yeah you're, you're going to read it. Go ahead and say what's up to the people on the mic. What up, everyone? <laughs> Who's on the mic? Got uh, Funk Machine. Uh, funk calm Machine, down, Phoenix Funkeros. Oh, hold on. The, the, crowd, <laughs> the, crowd, the crowd's mobbing them. Make sure you protect them, Acro. Oh, no, man. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and read that Go for ahead. us. All right. Jimi Hendrix was murdered. Jimi uh, Hendrix was murdered. Yeah. Who? Jimi Hendrix was oh, murdered. Oh, okay. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Jimi Hendrix's 1970 death was mysterious from the beginning. An ambulance crew found his body in the hotel room of a woman he just met with the door wide open and autopsy. Uh, wide open. An autopsy, however, was more straightforward. The coroner suggested but did not confirm Hendrix's cause of death as barbiturate, inducted inhalation of vomit. He was B 27. Barbiturates? Oh. He was 27? Barbiturate, yeah. Are, are those glasses prescribed? Are those glasses prescribed, sir? Is the paper too bright? It is. <laughs> Fast forward a few decades and a former roadie put forward a conspiracy theorist dream scenario. James Tappy Wright said former man manager Michael Jeffrey admitted to killing Hendrix by purposely giving him pills and wine. I had to do it, Wright said. Jeffrey told him in the That's 2009 book, Jimmy was worth much more to me dead than alive. Fearing that Hendrix was about to drop him, Wright had taken out a life insurance policy on the guitarist. According to Wright, meanwhile, a counter theory, of course, blamed his murder not on Jeffrey, but on the mafia. Mm. See, that's another Tupac uh, conspiracy, how, we, how I just said Suge Knight killed him to get the residuals from the albums, you know, make him the biggest star. Pretty much saying that his, man, his manager, Jimmy's manager, purposely gave him shit to overdose on and the wine and just so, because he said that he admitted to someone, right? Where's that paper? He admitted to, to somebody that, that he killed him because he said, in quotes, Jimmy's worth more to me dead than alive. That's, That's that Suge Knight shit right there. Well, and then he took a life insurance plan out on his life, too. Yeah. The manager did? Yeah. yeah. Is that in there? I don't know. No. He was jacking them the whole time, dude. Oh, yeah. So it says, yeah, fast forward a few decades and former roadie put forward a conspiracy theorist dream scenario. James Tappy Rice said former manager Michael Jeffrey admitted to killing Hendrix by purposely giving him pills and wine. So yeah, he did that shit on purpose, dog. What do you guys think? Did he did he do it on purpose? You know what's crazy? Or is this, Jimmy just a degenerate? This is the first uh, this is the first piece of conspiracy information that I know nothing about. That so, Jimmy Hendrix? Nice. You guys got you guys got me well, on this one. And there's also uh, there was rumors that Jimmy was gonna fire him. Yeah. So he was gonna fire him. Then uh, so he was gonna lose his job for his cash cow. And then he was also um, he was also uh, gonna. He took the life insurance policy out on him. Uh -huh. That's, That's crazy. Right I'm, I'm going to say this, though. I'm going to say, yeah, he killed him for the money. 
because that's a pretty common theme in in yeah. uh, in the music industry, anyways. Uh, like Michael Jackson, on planet Earth. Man, hey, really, dude? We should get into that. Roger Troutman, you know, is, he was killed by his own brother. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he committed suicide or something, right? No, I can't he, he he was gonna leave the band. He Roger was already breaking out on his own, and uh, the oldest brother, the one that was kind of like the main like glue for the group and stuff, uh, he ended up shooting him in an alley. Snapped, right? just lost it probably you know like man he's gonna leave like we're not gonna you know roger was pretty much like the big staple of the band that's but, true yeah so i say jimmy was uh, probably killed by his manager for the residuals because uh, like they say you're worth more dead than alive in most cases when it comes to art and you know especially yeah. you're about to get fired that too kind of like selena's uh you know her selena gomez fan. yeah her fan no not <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was a crazy fanatic that old lady that shot her. Yeah. She used to run her fan, fan, club, her fan club, and then she mm -hmm. jacked all the money. You talking about the maid I from remember the Goonies? I that live, man. Yeah. Seeing that live on the news. Yeah, she was in the truck inside yeah. like a hotel or some standoff and everything for like hours shit, till like the nighttime. They finally got her ass out of there. Yeah. That's crazy. What do you guys think about that, Jimi Hendrix? Do you guys got an opinion on that? Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, I don't know really not much about it, but um. Yeah, he's most likely set up. Typical mm -hmm. what happens in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a little mini doc on it. There's a series on YouTube called uh, Final 24, and they cover a lot of people's deaths, and Jimi Hendrix was one of them. And they said that on that one, they did research and that he didn't do acid as much as people said he did. Like, he wasn't putting the slabs on his forehead and all that Cutting his forehead. That was all the myth? That was all part of like this operation called Coal Intel Pro, ran by the government where they smear uh, peaceful protesters and musicians and artists and all that. And there's, there's like a smear campaign by the government. Like a peaceful protest kind of thing? Well, like when Jimi Hendrix was really like very anti-system, you know, it was against all of that. And then a couple other people that were on that list were too, Bob Marley and all that. And what happens is when they pass away, they try to smear their memory and making them seem more like drug, drug addicts and things like that. So that's where that whole thing came from with Jimi Hendrix. And then on that show, they cover it pretty detailed. Like, Matthew, watch that, dude. Yeah, me uh, too. They tracked that's down sick. like the paramedics to get their report. It's dope that that conspiracy came out because we kind of talked about it a little bit. Remember I mentioned like his anniversary from his death? His uh, accidental overdose might have not been accidental. Hmm. Yeah, I think his manager had ties to the mafia. So he could have owed them money, you know, and then he was like, all right, we'll just, or he paid them. You know, and take this fool out. Take him out. Well, there's yeah. another one because Jimi Hendrix was in the army, right? Yeah. And there's, uh, I thought this is one you're getting at. I'm, I'm actually going to try and find the information, but it's essentially a lot of these uh, peaceful pro, uh, peaceful um, uh, artists, their parents are actually high-ranking officials in the military. Mm -hmm. So it was a way to, um, to uh, oh, crap, I forgot what they were doing, but they're basically trying to make everybody all drug-induced, what you're basically saying. Yeah. Um, uh, and it was a father, like it was. It's Mama Cass from the Mamas and the Papas. Um, I'll I'll find the actual list, but it's it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy situation. Yeah. Yeah, you could look that up. That's called the uh, Co Intel Pro. That was the actual name of the operation ran by the government. The government runs so many fucking underground programs and studies that, the good, that we don't know. They were working on this machine that can do like uh, what was that movie called with Leonardo DiCaprio Inception where they can implant thoughts to people's brains, dude. So it was like, it was a trip, dude. What the hell? about that. And that's like a, 
there's a patent for it and everything. Oh, so, so um, remember we're talking about Donald Trump's inquiry or whatever, however you pronounce that word. I'm a paisa. Mm -hmm. um, less than 24 hours later, they, they said there's not enough whatever evidence to impeach him. So they dropped that quick. Remember we're all like, they're not going to do anything. But I didn't think it was going to be that quick. <laughs> it's all publicity stunts, man. That's all it is. You know, they're, they're getting, you know, Pelosi ain't the cleanest person out there. Acro, how's it looking out there in the crowd? Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. We got we got another uh let's let's get another uh person. Another on person. This gentleman right here. This, this is this right is here. a person X. Uh he doesn't want to let his his name be known. He's he has an problems. Abductee, an abductee from the past. Yo, what's going on, guys? <laughs> My name is Person X. That's person it. X. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, Person X. Yes, sir. So we got a uh, it says Paul McCartney has been dead for years. Paul McCartney has spent the third act of his career crisscrossing the globe on a seeming, seemingly never-ending tour. Or Paul McCartney's body double has. Anyways, a very popular theory dating back to 1969 suggests that the former Beatles star actually died in the mid-60s. And they covered it up by bear, by hiring a lookalike. Then, for reasons that aren't completely understood, the Beatles began leaving clues for the fans <laughs> to figure out the whole scam. Nice. Wow. Uh, His body we'll double's been out there. Said he died in Thank that you, car crash. Person X, what do you think about that conspiracy? Um, do you mess with the Beatles at all? Yeah, a couple, couple of songs. I know of them. Yellow know, Submarine. Yeah, some bangers. That, that would be crazy if uh, they did hire a... Uh, body uh, double to yeah. just go tour. And just kept touring, you know. Like, what, they couldn't find the John Lennon looking like? Mm. I guess not. But uh, they left a bunch of clues and stuff, so... You know. What do you think, Acro, about Person X's theory about this whole Paul McCartney thing? It's, it's crazy. Do you believe in Paul McCartney? <laughs> do you believe in Paul? <laughs> do I believe in Paul? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know who he is? No. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's, he's one of the original head. members of the Beatles. So they, they pretty much uh, changed the game in music. They made uh, like what people understand to be kind of like the rock like uh -huh. sound yeah, for like yeah. Yeah, teenagers. Rock. Yeah, boom. What's <laughs> <laughs> that boom bap rock? <laughs> hey, I got a question. Uh, did uh, Funk Machine ever say if he believed that his uh manager that the uh jimmy hendrix manager killed him or not oh yeah what do you think yeah can you Ac talk to acro our get back in there real quick acro? yeah we need acrobatic if you can find him to the crowd with yeah. his hold on he has to make his way oh, through hold like your 200 hand. hold your people. hand up uh, funk machine oh there he is all right we couldn't find he, him in the sea of people uh he probably did it i mean anything for the money you know yeah oh uh, yeah i like anything that. will backstab anyone for some for some cheddar I could see that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a consensus. Sounds pretty accurate. Fools get killed for Yeah, Paul McCartney one's interesting, right? A body double in the 60s. Mm -hmm. so. I, I got some insight on that joint. Well, you like a Paul McCartney lookalike contest on TV. Yep. Yeah. Right before he passed. Right before he passed. So they picked him oh, out. Already right there. All right. Here, here it goes, guys. This is, this is what I know. We're going to talk about his feet. So apparently Paul McCartney was uh, driving home. Uh, I forgot the type of car, but uh, he was driving and it was really wet outside. It was Aston raining. Martin. 
and uh, he um, was it? Nah, nah. It was older. It was probably an older car, probably like a Carmen Ghia, something like that. And he was uh, out car. there. He was uh, slipping and sliding in the rain. But the thing is, is he was uh, thinking about um, leaving the band or something like that. But um, when they when he uh, crashed, apparently he died on impact. So they were like, yo, this is going to be detrimental to the band. So they did the uh, lookalike contest. And also they, they had to know how to sing and stuff too. So they uh, got the new Paul McCartney. He had some facial surgery. And then they started making music again. But on every album after that, they started feeling bad about the real part, Paul McCartney being dead. So they started putting little messages in the album uh, covers and in the music. So like, for instance, when you see them, them on the Abbey Road, when they're all walking, Paul McCartney's the only dude not wearing shoes. And he's also Talks wearing a separate feet. color than all the rest of them. That's an iconic cover, too. Yep. And then uh, all of those covers. So then in Sgt. Pepper. Peppers, yeah, the Sgt. Peppers band, Pepper apparently it says R.I.P. Paul up in the flowers on the floor. And then you got, you know, crazy mother. Dude, there's some crazy ass shit on there, too. Oh, wait, we can't cut. Huh? Yeah, we can. Oh, okay. There's like a song that you play backwards, too, and they're saying that he's dead. Yeah, yep. And then uh, they also have uh, Aleister Crowley dead. on that cover, too. Just mm. a little heads up for you conspiracy theorists, too. Mr. Crowley. Who's Aleister Crowley for the listeners that don't know? Mr. Crowley is the founder of the Devil Church, right? No, no, no. He's, oh. uh, he's the <laughs> he started the order, the order of the Dawn, the Golden Dawn. It's a... Uh, Ancient, uh, like gold <laughs> member, they, they the follow like Dong. Babylon stuff, yeah. Golden Dawn, yeah. He inspired and the guy that started the Church of Satan, though. Something like that, though, right? He's oh, that's uh, that's way down the line. This guy is way before. So, Alistair Crowley, he, like um, Black he, Magic, right? he, he named himself uh, the Beast, and he was the self proclaimed uh, Beast of Babylon. And what he did was he did these things called the um, they were called the Babylonian works. And uh, he basically started se uh, sex romancing, uh, like all this like evil stuff. So he was like having gay sex, doing drugs to open up portals to hell. Well, that sounds like my type of party. Where can I sign up? <laughs> Look him up. No Alistair wonder his Crowley. fucking his beasting out there. Yeah, I'm, yeah his but he, his cold got so big. So he killed Paul McCartney. Mode. No, 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 no. He's just kind of like the he's he's like a lot of these people. He's a, he's an influencer for a lot of these people. Oh, yeah. Cookies. Yeah. So that's my take. I feel uh, Paul McCartney. I think there's a big conspiracy out there about it. And uh, I think that it is possible. This is just another version of Hey, he's still alive, too. Just to let you guys know. Probably Paul McCartney. No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying or like you know how whoever John Lennon's gone, and then you so know, you don't think the, Paul McCartney's the body double? I think it is. A, I think well, it's a, a, a fake Paul McCartney, fake not Paul? the original. I think the original got his yeah. head decapitated in that car accident way back when. A part that we didn't touch on was that uh, one of them was on his deathbed and released a tape confessing that it was Paul McCartney did die and his body double and all that. Who? The drummer, right? Or what's his name? Uh, Ringo? That's Ringo. Ringo, Ringo Starr. No, no, no. Uh, John Lennon? No. Uh, Harrison. Yeah. George Harrison. Oh. <laughs> George Harrison Ford. But he said yeah, that? There's like a tape or something that he recorded, and it's like a deathbed confession about it all that he's, he's, uh, he really did die. And he's there using the body double. What? I mean, that's that sounds 
pretty legit to me. That sounds more legit than faking your own death. Legit nah, what, what do you think is harder, to fake your own death <laughs> or to have a body double out there performing as you? Well, like, imagine if a fake Franco comes, like, we'll know right away. As soon as I touch his wee-wee, I'm like, dude, this that's is way golden. bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is way bigger, fake <laughs> Franco. <laughs> There's a lot less hair down here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, there you go. That mustache isn't real. I'll pull, I'll pull it off. Bing. It's one of those dollar stores with the glasses and the nose. Yo, so one of the uh, audience members uh, brought it to the attention. Uh, they, they found this on the floor, and they were reading it a little bit more. So they, they wanted it to be known that um, uh, they, there was a couple other fan theories. Uh, they hear John Lennon saying, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever. Uh, that the car accident that took his life is specifically referenced in A Day in the Life, and that the procession on the cover of 1969's Abbey Road is actually to Paul McCartney's funeral. Um, and then it says, uh, it talks about the shoes and all that stuff that I was telling you guys about earlier. And then it says, uh, uh, Paul McCartney swiped a line from Mark Twain using a statement that said, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Later in a BBC interview, McCartney pushed back harder, though apparently to no avail. If the conclusion you reach is that I'm dead, then you're wrong, he said, because I'm alive and living in Scotland. Dude, oh. dude, I got this fucking crazy thing that I found out. It's in that, it's in one of those things, papers, but I'm just gonna bring it out, fuck it, because if you slow down Nicki Minaj's music, she sounds exactly like Jay-Z. It's crazy, yeah, it's dude. It's like the trippiest thing ever. It's like the trippiest thing ever. Can you go, can you plug in music somehow? With the phone, <laughs> we can't we can't put music on there. Yeah, we. Uh, How can we put music on here? You could do it through Unplug the mixer. Unplug the radio. Unplug oh, we're, no, no, here I could do it. Watch out, watch out. Not even. I got you. I got you, homie. I got this. Oh, we're good over here. Yeah, I'm gonna put in one of these inputs right here. Check Let's it out, dude. Play you any Beyonce track backwards, or what? Or you slow it down and it sounds like Jay Z. No, not Beyonce. Nicki, Nicki Minaj, dude. Oh, what? Watch, dude. You guys are gonna flip out. <laughs> I was tripping on this. A hip hop conspiracy theory. All you gotta do is Google Nicki Minaj and um, Jay Z, and you're gonna get the. Under Nicki Minaj. gonna be like the first Minati video. Now. But there's a bunch of videos of them doing it, and dude, I was like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Am I tripping or what? All right, let me try to try to come in on a low volume so I don't blow. Yeah, Snopes just says the Paul McCartney thing's false. I mean, you know, take that for what you will. The Paul McCartney thing is false? Yeah. Who said it was false? Uh, Snopes. I can't hear anything. S-N-O-P-E-S. Am I the right one? They're the, like, you've, well, well, how would you explain Snopes, Alto? Snopes? They're just like a fact-checking site. There you go. So they'll go and they'll hear, like, theories and all that. They're online. And then uh, they go and they fact-check it. They get all their sources. They cite the sources there and everything so you can check it for yourself, too. Check it out, this is a uh, Nicki Minaj slowed down. And it works on any Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> Wild. How crazy is that? Does that sound like just like Jay Z or what? 
That was Nicki Minaj. So is that Nicki or is that Jay-Z? <laughs> is Jay-Z really Nicki Minaj or is Nicki Minaj really Jay-Z? Mm. Who's, been writing, who's been writing and spitting for who? That's why she looks like that. It's all, that's why it's all fake. It's like a bat suit that oh. Jay-Z puts on. I wonder if you speed up Jay-Z's song, does it sound like Nicki Minaj? Because if mm. it doesn't, then that means Nicki Minaj is Jay-Z. If Finkel is Ray, oh, wait. <laughs> 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 I, I, I if Nicki is Jay out. and Jay is Nicki. I think that's the perfect reference. Oh, shit. From uh, yep, Ray Finkel. Ventura. And, yep. When nature Einhorn so, and Finkel. So Nicki killed Jay-Z? Whoa. Or he faked his death? Faked his death? Ooh. Wait, is there a Jay Z sped up though? I've never looked that one up yet. Oh. He got tired of doing the gangster rap stuff, so he went into oh, like yeah. club bangers. But there is a bunch of Nicky slowed down and sounding just like Young Hove in the building. Well, you could speed up a Jay Z easy. You just uh, download an app or something. No, no, you just uh, on, on your playback, you just speed it up on your uh, on YouTube. Oh, or, I didn't know that. Or I have the records, and you could just speed them up that way, too. Oh. Do you have the records? Mm. Do you have a Nicki record? Right now? Uh, I don't On have you? a Jay-Z record with me, no. Uh, I might have one in the studio. I want to do a Nicki Minaj record. I think you do. No. I don't think I do. What do you do, Acro? Did that sound kind of like Jay-Z to you? Do you know who Jay-Z yeah. is? Yeah. Do you know who Nicki Minaj is? Do you like Jay-Z? Yeah, I do. You do? The track he did with That's Ninth Wonder. Husband. What was it called? The track he did with Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder? Ninth Wonder. Yeah, Ninth Wonder's dope. The producer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're talking about. So, yeah. yeah. What do you guys think? Jay-Z's <laughs> Minaj or Minaj Jay-Z? Um, I'm going to say that... Uh, I'm going to say that it's Nicki Minaj and she's Jay-Z. The guy with the beard with the hand up? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can read one. Over there. Uh, what's your name, sir? What's your name, sir? Uh, Mario. What's Mario. Mario? It's not Mario Mars, though, from the Funkettes. Mars One. We promise you that. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different What up, different Mars guy. One in the house? <laughs> what up, what up? Yeah, so many people. It's, it's going to be the Jay-Z one. Oh. I got to give my opinion on that. No. On the Jay-Z thing. Well, if you want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give, give us your opinion, opinion on that. Opinion and then read that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot what the conspiracy was about. There's not. They just sound alike. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one I'm reading right now says she was a skater girl. Esquire.com, the theory, sometime between 2002 and now, Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by an actress. The proof, there are a number of before and after photos that show different marks on her body and an altered shape of her nose and face. Oh, and also clues in her lyrics from the Avril actress trying to tell the truth to her fans. Mm. But so neither of them could sing. Never heard of that one. <laughs> they both, <laughs> they both <laughs> suck at singing and acting. And what, what's, your, what's your thought on that, Mario? I have. That's my first time ever even hearing about that, dude. So mm. I, I mean, Me maybe. Me too. I've never heard that one. Maybe. I mean, that's a tough one. I don't, I'm not. I don't know. I think I, I believe Paul McCartney's one. more than that one. If I had to put my money on one or the other, I care I'll about Paul McCartney's more than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's that one's kind of retarded too. But yeah, yeah Avril, special needs. I don't really fuck with Avril Lavigne, so I don't really have an opinion. I'm pretty sure she's like the little white girl, right? The skater girl. She's the one that sang yeah. the song at uh, SNL. And, no, that was the other one. No, that, that was Simpson. April Simpson. She was only yeah. around for like one or two songs anyways. She was. Which one? The Avril Lavigne. I know, she makes movies now or something, Nobody right? cares about her. She well, just yes, won an Oscar. Actress. 
She just won an Oscar for her yeah. role in La Bamba Part Two. Twelve years a slave. <laughs> <laughs> she Bob, Bob's wife. Bob's ex-wife. Bob's, Bob's new wife. <laughs> he left Rosie for Levine. Uh, I mean, he moved to Levine. That's a good one. To her is dirty. Hey, I want to read. I want to read one. <laughs> you want to read one? Yeah. Handle is it. that one right there? Yep. Go for it. All right. It says record labels own stock in prisons to sell music that will send people to prison. Mm. The secret meeting that changed rap music and destroyed a generation is one of the most pernicious myths in hip hop history. The story discusses a meeting held in 1991 between industry insiders who had invested in private prisons and decided that gangster rap would be the perfect style of music to promote criminal culture and shunt the country's youth into prisons, thus leading to greater profits. Uh, So I don't even have to read the rest. Uh, I definitely believe that that's true. I definitely think that uh, the COINTEL Pro part of that uh, program was to infiltrate all the uh, communities of color and to uh, basically uh, break up those communities and especially with things like rap music where you could spin a positive twist on that. You could, you could basically reach millions of people with that platform. And so what they did is uh, they, they just made the record labels buy into the gangster rap and the uh, drug dealing and, and like, you know, just misogyny of women, all that stuff. And, and that's what they sell us uh, because it does destroy the uh, community. No, that's one, yeah, that's one I could really put my money on. Government had maybe a thing or two to do with it, maybe All, not. They have a lot to do with it, yeah, because privatized uh, prison industry is, is um, the biggest industry that they got where it's free labor and they're making money off of it, too. Because remember, Dr. Dre was like a little funk machine, and now yeah. he's, and they started becoming a gangster, gangster rap. But they were like doing like the, you know, the DJ thing. They had a whole group of, D, uh, they were like a DJ group. What was their name? World-class record. Yeah, world-class record. Yeah, world-class record. I know DJ Yellow was part of it. He used to wear, uh, he used to wear shiny suits and, uh, yeah. and cared about music and stuff. And then, oh, yeah. You know. The only reason I knew about that is because Eazy was dissing him on, the, on a whole album. Yeah. And then he had that picture in the booklet where Dr. Dre's doing the little pose and then he's calling him out on the, he's like, lipstick, lip gloss. With all yeah. The, with all with the, the little stones. arrow. Yeah. Uh, to go even further into that as well, too, uh, look at look at all the family members that that Dre has lost too, really close to him, like his son and like all of them that have died just like mysteriously. And like the higher he climbs in that ladder, you know, like he lost the, more people. Yeah, and people started that. hating like towards the end t- before Pog died, he was already dissing Dre. It's like a sacrifice, like a ritual almost. Mm-hmm. I remember he's like fucking calling him gay ass Dre and shit on the on yeah on like his last albums and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a big uh, like the fallout between them was uh, specifically um, you know uh, that Easy E was c- controlling the money, and when you know Dre broke out and did the uh, the death row thing, he signed into a whole another you know kind of lifestyle. And once once that was taken away, and he jumped ship, and then he went and did the uh, the aftermath uh, yeah. record label. He signed just so you guys know. He signed probably six of the dopest rappers and shelved them all. Yeah. He he had um <clears throat> he had Buster Rhymes signed at the time. Razcast. Uh, he had Razcast. He had uh um his name he's from Philadelphia and Philly, Philly, he, Philly. the last emperor 
if you guys ever heard of The Last Emperor, he did a song called, uh, it was called, uh, it was about Marvel Comics and hip hop. It was called Secret Wars. And uh, he also had, uh, who was the guy that was, um, he was a RBX. Remember the white dude yeah. back in the day, RBX? Yeah, he, uh, that dude, he had. Uh, RBX he, is dope as fuck. Who signed him? He, RBX is white? RBX is a white dude, yeah. Well, I never knew that fool was yeah. white. And um, he also had the firm signed to Aftermath. So the firm was Nas. It was Foxy Brown. It was uh, um, AZ. I mean, he had a lot oh, of yeah, people. He did signed. have the he, firm. he shelved all of those people. They never came out Who with an this? album under Aftermath. Dr. Well, Dre. He had a couple flops himself. Like his, uh, his own projects flopped when yeah. he first started Aftermath. They cover that on that uh, documentary, The Defiant Ones. Yeah. HBO. Yep. He dropped that, uh, been there. Uh, Done there. Hey, remember the song, uh, Puppet Master? Remember the song, Puppet Master? Yeah. He had Be Real on there. He had RBX. It was him. Dude, that was uh, a bunch of Illuminati Bro, the main reason he was recruiting all these dope-ass rappers was for his own use, so they could write these dope verses for him, bro. You know who was really making his beats? Hey, check out who was really making his beats. DJ Focus. Go check out that dude yeah, right there. Has three Daz Dillinger. Uh, Focus is like the dude who was doing all the ill stuff back then. Daz did a lot for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daz produced whole albums. So Warren G pretty much paid. found air. He also has Scott Storch. Scott Storch. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's another big one. On the one. keys. Yep. But on, uh, on Dr. Dre's The Chronic, Warren G, every sample you hear on that album was brought to him by Warren G pretty mm. much, dude. That's and crazy. And he told him not to give him credit at all on the, and that's his brother. the album or nothing. Yeah, it's his brother. And then, the, dude, have you watched that documentary yeah, about Warren yeah, the, G? The, the, the yeah, G-Funk, the G-Funk. Where they leave him, bro, like, he shows wild. up to the airport, dog, and they're like, dog, we don't got a ticket for you, dog. Yeah, straight Snoop, left Snoop, Dre, they just left him, bro. And he just, he's all sad, bro. He did, but yeah. <laughs> he got then, on Def Jam. Then he met, he met a Def Jam executive yep. at some other little gathering. He was back, he was chilling with Death Row that day. Dre was pissed that he got on, too. Uh, yep, so he, he gave him that, that song that he had with, that remember, Smoking on some butt. Da, na, 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 na. That oh, show was, was already that was, Pandora that, Smoke? That was uh, Endo Smoke. That Endo was by Smoke. Mr. Grimm. So that show yeah. was already popping, like in Long Beach and shit, it was already a big song, and he gave it to the, to the, not even, bro, they went in the car and the, the Dev Jam executive put it on and signed them that day on the spot. He's like, I got a contract for you, homie. Just, off, just based off that song alone. Yeah, and he pretty much cool. saved Dev Jam Records. They were yeah. about to file for bankruptcy and his album went like triple platinum or some shit with the regulators. G-Funk era. Yeah, and they should try to strong arm him too because he That's had a fucking classic. Man. That song was part of Above the Rim soundtrack, which was on Death Row. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't want that song to be on because Suge, um, Suge Knight didn't want yeah, that song to be on. Yeah, because Nate was fucking with Death Row at the time, and yeah. he's like, "No, you can't be going." Like he was just a dickhead, bro, about all that. And they grew up together too. So Nate Dogg and Warren G had grew up together. So he was like, "You can't tell me who to make music with." Uh-huh. Yeah, that was two one three, man. Two one three, yeah, Long Iconic. Beach. Yeah, yeah, because Warren would bring Dre Snoop CDs, bro, all the time or tapes, and Dre wouldn't listen to him. He's just like, whatever, bro. So they played at go, a party go, once. Yeah, huh? go play fucking Micro Machines with your boy. Like <laughs> this, this is real man music. And one day he finally, I think um, they ran out of music. Some shit happened. I think Dre was doing a set, and somehow or another, that tape got into his set. That that Snoop song. And the crowd just went off, bro, started, you know, and Dre was like, what the fuck, who the fuck is this? And Warren G's like, motherfucker, I've been trying to tell you about this, dude. That's my boy Snoopy, you know? And from then on, dude, he fucking, 
had Warren G and Snoop move into his house, which he had yeah. a studio in there, and just started working on music, bro. And then that's when Snoop brought his homies, dog, fucking Corrupt, Daz, started bringing the real motherfuckers in the game. Dog Pound, we would later know him. Like, shout out to the DLC, man. He's big part of, uh-huh. of why Dre even made it. Like, his he wrote writing, a lot of the verses. Everything. He, got, he gave Snoop Dogg that cadence. Yeah. To the delivery method. Yeah, he, yeah exactly. He's like, he dude, he's like, you're writing style. You write some dope shit, but the way you're delivering is yeah. trash. He was like that one, two, yeah. three, and two, the four. Yep, so that's, like, that's, that's DLC, DLC right, right there. there. <laughs> wow. That's DLC. Because uh, Snoop was more like a freestyle artist. He was just freestyle, kicking Bad back, shit, yeah. and drinking and shit. Yeah, good history, man. Hip hop history. That was a dope. That was a dope time in history, especially for West Coast gangster rap. Ooh. It was like so many like dope fools on the pen, bro. Like, it wasn't just gang. It was gangster rap because they're telling some stories about what they witnessed, what Streets. they grew up on. You gotta think about it. These fools were like 17, 18 years old dropping these records. They haven't witnessed too much, as per se, as older homie that even brings down stories and tells them why to stay off the streets. Now yeah. these fools report it to the rest of us. But yeah, if you're just fucking, if you're not listening, just hearing it, yeah, it's just gonna sound like a bunch of stupid shit because you're just gonna hear the motherfuckers, the bitches, this, that. But if you really pay attention to lyrics, most of the time, bro, they're making, they're, there's a moral to the story most of the time. It's not just mumbo jumbo, unless you're a whack artist. Yeah. But we don't listen to whack artists around here. We want to listen to dope shit, right, Acro? Yep, yep. <laughs> That's what's wrong with today's music, though. Too. That is, the message yep. being portrayed is. So you think that that yeah. the record execs were the owners of prisons or whatever? They're not owners. owners. I, I just think they're allowed to uh, invest it. Yeah, invested. Not, so that's not what I mean. Right. So when the exec gets a certain type of vibe, be like, hey, bro, like you should promote more Xanax or mm-hmm. you guys should make your video, but make sure you wear a blue bandana. Make, uh-huh. Mention you're a crip once in a while, a little bit more. You know, that way, you know, you're, you're going to be real to this, whatever the fuck they're, you know, uh-huh. they give them and then here, here's a small check, bro. Here's 100 G's. Go fucking go start some beef. Well, you got stock from private go start prison. Some beef. Go start some beef. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You can buy stock, you know? So it's a business. It's a, it's a public business. Oh, yeah. Private, privatized uh, prisons are one of the... I just call them for, for-profit prisons. 100%. For, yeah, for-profit. Not like that. I, I think when we say privatize, it, it goes around. It's like, just call it what it is. It's a for-profit prison. Yeah, it's a business. Mm-hmm. It's literally a business. It's like... Buying a fucking Walmart or whatever. The whole yeah. privatized thing just comes from it not being a government service anymore. So it's by, it's in the private sector. So it's allowed to generate profit. And now they're making money off uh, off the undocumented, off t- um, undocumented uh, 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 immigrants, aliens, the aliens. Whatever. Yep, the Grays. <laughs> Shout out to going. Jamal Gray and Miguelito. According to their calculations, they should have been here already. <laughs> Good thing we got Acro. Acro, help yourself, bro. Grab a panecito, mira, un pan dulce. They lo, probably, they probably can't bread. find any parking. Do they know there was oh, yeah. the vendor parking? That's probably oh, I'll I, take it. Well, we put <laughs> signs in the front, like yeah. parking. Yeah, we got a, park at the Safeway. Did we you got the, the bus. vendor passes? We got the bus doing the. Yeah, the bus is doing the the shuttle. Oh, okay. We got four twenty yeah, buses. Four twenty buses going around by the food yeah. court. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, by, oh, by the dog track, by the dog races. Yeah, they're right there. There's a dog track. There's three. Yeah, there's there's three dog tracks. The only, but only one's open today because it's the weekend. The only one's open. All <laughs> the one, one you can bet on. lane is open. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one dog just chasing its tail. <laughs> it's the goat. It's the goat. 
Oh, is there a goat here? Yeah, the, oh, yeah it's, there it's was a, a goat right there when, it's we, a when I was walking. It's a, it's a half goat, half sheep. Is it gone? No, it's still there. I'm going to go look at it before yeah. we It's a geep? It's called a geep. It's a half goat, half sheep. Damn. Whoa. That's what that's I'm talking crazy. about. Is that half strawberry in there? We're going to have to interview that because that sounds like a genet genetically modified sheep to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A geep? A GMO human? And the, and the bottom half's black and the top half is uh, <laughs> white. Whoa. What's your conspiracy you're holding there, Franco? I saw you open it that's up. That's not conspiracy. That's Stop my hiding it from us. <laughs> the CIA killed Bob Marley. Uh, even the official account of Bob Marley's death is pretty weird. He died May 1981 after a toe injury from a soccer match revealed a, a, a lesion under the nail. Diagnosed with, with malignant melanoma, Marley refused to have the toe amputated. The cancer spread through Marley's body, eventually killing him. Conspiracy Ooh. theories uh, say it wasn't that simple. The CIA supposedly set their sights on Marley, whose growing influence and message of peace went, uh, went contrary to its goals. The son of former CIA director William Colby reportedly gave Marley a pair of boots uh, adapted with a poison-coated copper wire near the toe. Some believe Marley's, uh, Marley tried on the boots and Whoa. inadvertently sealed his demise. Others believe the CIA had already tried to make Marley out, oh, I'm sorry, tried to take out Marley with a sharpshooter who missed their target. Marley had, in fact, survived a 1976 assassin attempt by three gunmen at his, at his home in Jamaica. Bro, so they're saying that the government put some shit in his boot? Yeah. Some kind of poison? Yeah, so basically, basically like a poison needle in, a, in the pair of shoes they gave him. In the boot? Like, like, but it had cancer on, on it? I don't know. That seems kind of wild. It seems kind of far-fetched. Let me read. Let me read that part again. Read that uh, part again. Yeah, because that's where it got me. Uh, I only know what dead press. The son says. of former CIA director William Colby uh, reportedly gave Marley a pair of boots, adapted with the poison-coated copper wire near the toe. Also, oh, as poison. All oh, right. Okay, Coated copper guess wire too. Yeah. So it'll definitely so get in your pores. Well, so they poisoned his ass. On the CIA watch list? Over what? For what? He was a, a target on that COINTEL pro operation, too. Why is that? Why they was he a target? Smear him because they, they organized large gatherings and protests. They have the power to. Anybody that could the change public. the world. What do you like think? They could reach people. He was, he was, hold on. Yeah, what? they had hey, a macro. Hey, oh, hold on, hold on. We got a macro. person in the. In Where are the, you? Uh, He's a little occupied. <laughs> well, I, was, I was just going to say that the CIA had that uh, heart attack gun. I don't know if you guys ever heard about yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, I have. Uh, what was that? Is a ray gun. It was a ray gun that they could shoot at people, and uh, they, could, they, could shoot, tech, 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 tech. they could shoot a few things, dude. They could, they could do ones that was like a, a wavelength that would uh, ha make you have a heart attack, or they would shoot, they would shoot um, like a, uh, when you clock the cars, those have, um, uh, oh man, what's the word for it? It's, it's like, uh, it would give you cancer, radiation. So they would shoot this radiation gun at you and give you cancer. Damn, kind of like King J's happy radiation gun. Man. That but, makes the you happy, but the reverse effect Man. makes you unhappy. Asterisk on the bag may cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like everything. Our phones probably say that, right? Before you say, okay. Well, that's like the big debate with the whole 5G towers coming into play. You know, and how they're saying it's going to give. We don't know enough about them, huh? There's a, there's a lot about radiation, though, because your microwave pumps out radiation. Uh, you know, your cell phone has low levels of radiation. Yeah. 
Um, That's why I make it Most people ass. put their cell phones in their laps too, so it's just zapping your balls. Boom, I'm zapping my balls away right now. You know what right I'm now. saying? Microwaving your balls. Yeah. I don't I might have little alien babies now, all deformed with fucking little gray, gray feet. Hey, you're gonna get, you're gonna get little gray nuts. Comes out you know with what his. I'm saying? Comes out with his. Dude, I'm gonna move that <laughs> phone away from me. See? <laughs> Hold this phone. <laughs> I think the CIA might have killed Bob Marley just based on the fact that they already tried to assassinate him in his home, right? He got shot up a few times before. So yeah, the CIA had to definitely have something to do with that. I don't doubt it. Bob Marley did not die of cancer. 20 years ago, I would have been a panther. You know mm. what I mean? Shout out to Dead Press. Yep. Dead Presidents. Hip -hop. It was the deputy who shot him. You think After it was he shot the sheriff? Oh, Damn. there you go, Brody. <laughs> That's how that went down. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre started Burning Man, according to Complex.com. Based on an old handwritten letter on a Tumblr page called Dr. Dre Started Burning Man, some people believe that Dr. Dre stumbled on an early version of Burning Man while scouting for video locations with director Hype Williams. In a letter to his girlfriend at the time, or boyfriend, he writes, We met a bunch of crazy naked motherfuckers in the desert today. They were putting up some type of giant woodman. Then he adds, Someone should get behind this shit and make some loot off of these fools. So the theory goes that Dr. Dre helped turn the small gathering into the massive event it has become today. Mm. And he continues to profit on to this day. Someone in Dr. Dre's inner circle denied the rumors in 2015 and told the Daily Beast Dr. Dre had no idea what Burning Man was, but, hasn't, uh, but that has, hasn't done much to quiet the conspiracy. Mm. Those things have gotten big, dude. Bro, city now. 70,000 people and Mikey were saying that the tickets are $500. Mm -hmm. We touched on that last time too, last week, remember? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I brought somebody that mentioned up. Dr. Dre. Yeah, I brought that up. It said uh, Dre, uh, pay, he paid for the first uh, insurance policy on, uh, on yeah. Burning Man. Yeah, it says that he financed it too. Yeah. yeah. Damn, an old handwritten letter to his Jainita or, <laughs> or Jainito. Yeah. To Tupac, he's like, hey, Pac, let's get into this, Holmes. Uh -huh. Pac's like, nah, Shug shot me. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Blow the lid off that. It shit. was right after the Tyson fight, right? Who, who did he fight that time, Mike Tyson? Uh, it was somebody whack. It was Frank um, Bruno? It was like, it was like, uh, like. It was a heavyweight. It was, it was somebody whack, man. It was like, it was like Tubbs or somebody, some like no name person. Little Tubbs. Like um, a music video put out by the guys that claimed to have killed Tupac. And they like walked the whole story out. And it's like that guy, Orlando, that got jumped. Orlando, yeah. oh, he died, right, already? Yeah. And then uh, they tell the story of that dude, and it's like they show like the first person view of that fool getting jumped, and he gets up, and it's like his homies pick him up, they grab the strap, and they wait around the casino, and they wait to catch some fool slipping. And it had to be that fool, man, it had to be. Yeah. They were partying that whole time, and those were like, they were gangster gangsters. You know? like, yeah. They weren't making music videos and all. Oh yeah, yeah, they were straight up gangster gangsters. The mm. dude they jump right with the yeah. security cameras. It had to be them, dude, they had to yeah. retaliate. I mean, why not? In that video they show them like they're all partying before, like how they get to, how they're leaving Compton, heading to Vegas, you oh, know, sure. and how they're getting drunk and everything. And then like how they separate. And then that's when they run into Tupac. And all that shit goes down. AKA Machiavelli. What's that mm. video called? And they got it on film. Uh, I forget the guy's name, dude. But if you, I'm pretty sure if you like Google Orlando Bloom, Orlando Bloom's or dick. 
Orlando Bloom Tupac hitman. murder song or you guys ever seen Orlando Bloom's piece just his shadow bro alone will scare you he's like on this boat with Katy Perry and then you just see it from the side view you're like what the hell what? is that hold dude? on hold on back it up Orlando Bloom from Pirates of the Caribbean what about him he's got a piece on him what do you mean a piece like a he hangs loose <laughs> he's got a like uh, his third leg is kicking. Exactly. So what do you think about the conspiracy? Do you think you got the big, big old hog? Orlando? <laughs> was that just a shadow effect or was it real? I got to see, dude, because I didn't even, I didn't, this is news to me. Let's see if it, let's they still have it. Orlando Bloom with, I think, Katy Perry. What are they doing? It's on a boat? Appa- apparently, they... he's laying down pipe. Orlando Bloom, Katy Perry. Boner? Oh, should I put boner or dick? Dick out. Oh, it's uh, Glasses Malone made that song. And it's called Tupac Must Die. Dang, Glasses Malone? Malone? No, Glasses Malone. Oh, look at this. He's, he's like, remember I asked what I, to read that headline. If, I, if it was just a shadow illusion Orlando, or it was real. Orlando Bloom says his penis is, quote, really not that big. Calls naked photo of him paddleboarding with Katy Perry. An optical illusion. But it's blocked out on that. I'm trying to find, like, the actual one. <laughs> yeah, it goes pretty low. It does. That's a big block to block it out. Mine will be, like, a little speck. I just got that official video for the glasses Malone. Orlando Anderson. Official video. Orlando Anderson? That's the guy's name. That YouTube? They jumped. Yeah, in Las Vegas. Uh, it says Glasses Malone, Tupac Must Die, Orlando Anderson, official video. Tupac Anderson and Post Malone video. They did a remix. Let's see. Can you play it? The song is cool. It's like gangster rap type Bro, song. why do I, like, they're all blocked out. I'm trying to find a non-blocked out version for you guys. Yeah, Those Orlando yeah, Bloom. search on <laughs> Is there such thing as safe search? Oh, nice safe for work right here. It was in 2016. I remember watching this video and telling all my comrades about it. Orlando's really blooming. I can't find it, dude. Why, why are we talking about Orlando Bloom anyway? What got us there? Infatuated with him? Because he killed Tupac. Oh, he killed him Orlando Anderson, he called him Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I think, I really think that happened, though. I think that's who killed Tupac. Also, that conspiracy is fake, though. The Orlando Bloom? Yeah. It's really his fault. I'm trying to find it so you guys can well, make no, your he decision. Said he said it's an optical illusion. Yeah, evolution. but he's just being nice to the rest of us, dude. <laughs> what do you think he's going to be like, bro? I married, K- married Katy Perry and I got a hog? Dang. No, bro. And I'm fucking part of Captains of the Caribbean. What else do you want in life? A little dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah, I couldn't find it uh, for our listeners out there. Make sure to try to find that Orlando Bloom. You know what I mean, Acro? Show it to your boys in school. Be like, check this out. This is what we need to look like. Not like these little Pee Wee Hermans and shit. <laughs> Brody, what do you got on your, on your conspiracy deck? I got um, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. What? what? The idea that Stevie Wonder can actually see that he'd only been pretending to be blind as a publicity stunt was nothing more than a fringe sentiment before 2010. That's when Wonder on stage for a Paul McCartney performance at the White House East Room nonchalantly caught a mic stand that the former Beatle knocked over. Oh, I've seen that. There's a video of that. This one catches the mic stand, bro, as it's falling over. And then there's one where he's stepping over, like, the cables and shit. 
after his performance. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck does he see that? He's got like sensors in his shoes yeah, or what? Says, uh, Wonder was reportedly blinded as a child when he spent an extended period in an over-oxygenated incubator after being born six months early. What? What? So he was born when in four months? So they left him there. They left him in there too long. Three yeah, months. Three months. Three months. <laughs> For some reason, you the mic out? stand only confirmed that this off-told origin story was a ruse. After all, Wonder is a regular at basketball games and has even expressed an interest in photography and buying an airplane. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's wild. He goes Besides to basketball games. Conspiracy theory, Why does he go to basketball games? He's a regular games. at basketball games and has even expressed an interest in like. photography and buying an airplane. Photography? And buying an airplane. They don't bring him to games, bro. They just bring him to cafeterias. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they just and Michael Jordan for the three game winner. <laughs> there he is right there. Play a buzzer. Bang. <laughs> All right, the game's over, <laughs> Mister. It seems Mr. Blind Man. <laughs> to conclude, it says it seems that's just Wonder. an example of his offbeat sense of humor. Wonder has even had some fun with all of his conjecture. Yeah, conjecture about his site. In 2017, he said he intended to tell all, this year will, I will reveal the truth, which turned out to be that Stevie Wonder is actually <laughs> blind. Mm. <laughs> this year I will reveal the uh-huh. truth. That's a funny one. I like that conspiracy. I, I like that I one was going to say, uh, I, I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think uh, after a while, his senses just got so heightened that uh, he's... Like a bat? Well, no, he's like actually dare, see no, it's it like in daredevil. His head. He's like Daredevil. He can you know make a movie saying? in his head, or like that fool. That fool could just like go through his whole house and know exactly where he's at, and just like. Yeah, but what the hell is he doing at a basketball that. game? Because the play-by-play isn't even good at the basketball game. Networking. Yeah. Just cheer. Yeah, it's like quiet. Just hearing the all, cheers all yeah. day. It's all Irving for three, and then it's quiet, and then foul number twenty-two. <laughs> he catches the vibe. <laughs> he catches the Michael vibe. Jordan for two to the line. No, to to add to uh, um, oh, what, what James was saying. Uh, my sister, she's deaf and uh, legally blind, and uh, she, yeah, she gets around like you know she knows her stuff. Sad and uh, the I sense mean, is heightened like a mofo, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's possible that they that they get a little bit more of a inkling or intuition of where where stuff's at and you know whatever. You know what's crazy mm. is uh, those um, uh, blind people that actually walk out on the streets with just those canes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like oh, they're always in downtown Phoenix, yeah. bro. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. This fool ain't scared. I'm, yeah, I can see, and I'm scared to yeah. fucking walk in those streets. Yeah. <laughs> My sister uses that, but no, like, like the whole thing with the microphone. That was like his mic, so like he knows where it's at. So like, I mean, you, when somebody hits it, you know, once about to fall over, there's cables at your feet. Like he's on stage, it kind of you shuffle a certain way. You know where like, the, the way stuff. Uh, and he might not even be fully blind. He could be really, really hard of. Um, Seeing, have really hardcore tunnel yeah. vision. I, Throw on some I'm night goggles sure. and he sees he's I just yeah. called to say. Because I can't see I you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but I can hear you. Oh, yeah. We'd like to thank our whole audience for joining us. It was a wonderful hour with the From the Great Beyond podcast. This is our first live experience. Oh, man, look at that. It's man, incredible. You, yeah, we'll be signing autographs. Oh, don't, don't leave yet, everybody. we got a good show for you coming up after this. Tell, tell them. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, don't leave yet. We're going to have the Phoenix Funkeros get down on the ones and twos. They're about to spend some of the funk in your trunk. That What is it? That junk? That, that funk for your trunk? Yep. The finesse for your stress? Yep. The steel for your deal? Yep. The glide for your stride? The glide for your stride? Yep. The pet for your staff? Mm-hmm. Who's going to go on first? 
Who's gonna go on first, fellas? You? Mars One's Mars gonna one. go on first. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're recording it too. Yeah, we're gonna record right, this cool. set. Yep. We're gonna be selling it on USB drives mm -hmm. after the show for ten ninety nine a USB. Yeah. So yeah. everyone who while enjoys it out there, that includes a, that includes a strand of hair from either mine or Mario's, Mario's beard. beard. White or black, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And then we'll we'll have you guess, see if you could guess whose hair that was, and then we're gonna take it through a DNA test. And if you're yeah. right, you win a laso pack from Jamal, which is a water bottle and a magazine. Hey, Ancestry.com is gonna uh, test it for free. They're gonna. Uh, yeah, they sponsored us. See if they're Nephilim. All right, ready? At the count of three, we're going to say from the great beyond. One, two, three. From, from the, the great, great beyond. beyond. Goodbye. <laughs>